Curse you! Curse your mother! I will break your head down, down your throat! You holding himself with under the ground! Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast episode number 252. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Good, except that for the fourth time <laughs> in a row, it starts raining the minute we start recording the podcast. We are at least... <laughs> the raid bringer. The rain bringer. Rain bringer, yeah. We've had way, 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 way too much of it this year. Uh, but at least there's no thunder and lightning, so I don't anticipate that that will cause any problems this time. No, we had that yesterday. We had a, a bunch of patches of storm come through. We're supposed to get that later. Mm-hmm. But uh, for now, it's just just drizzling right now. So, I mean, it's a good time to be inside recording a podcast. True. All right, we have a lot to talk about, so let's yes. just get into it. How was your week? Well, unfortunately, my life invasions continue a bit, and uh-huh. uh, I haven't had much time to play. Uh, what time I have played, I've played mostly Diablo, to mm-hmm. be honest. I have played a little bit. I have not been able to keep up with my um my reputations as much but as we'll talk about in this week what's coming up in the next week next week i anticipate that i'll be working on that a lot more all right good i have been working on the auction house a lot and so i finally hit my five hundred thousand gold mark (laughs) it Mm. only took me 12 years (laughs) wow i know there are some people that are just like i can do that in a day yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have that kind of time. To I don't either. Invest in it. I don't either. The funny. Here's the funny thing. So I I think I touched on this last week. There's somebody on my server. Like, if you go to Undermine Journal, it'll say the average price for this item is let's say I'm just going to use a baseline like a thousand. So everybody puts stuff up for a thousand. Then there's one guy, and it's always the same guy with some wacky name. I think it's a bot who throws everything off by putting the same item up for half. And then the other bots go and they start dropping their prices down by like, you know, a copper or a gold or something below that. So I've been holding off on some things because Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that there are these bot people that are screwing up the economy of the auction house by undercutting by half. Right. Well, undercutting by half is one thing, but I'll tell you this, and I think I might have mentioned this before. If I see someone is sell, two people are selling something, and one is undercutting by like a silver. (laughs) Yeah. I'll buy the more the quote unquote more expensive one. Yeah, I'll do the same thing. Because I just don't like to reward that behavior. Yeah, I don't either. I I mean, in some ways, it's it's kind of an exercise in futility because the person's never going to know that that's what happened. Mm Hmm. But I, you know, it just, it annoys me. Yeah, it annoys me too. If you're going to undercut, undercut by something at least a little significant. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, Last week I said that I was going to either play the Demon Hunter, my Priest, or get my Warrior up. And so I chose my Warrior because Uh she was only level 10 and now she's level 17, which took almost no time at all. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm seriously considering boosting her because I just don't want to go through the whole leveling up process through all those expansions all over again. So, well, some of the expansions are a lot of fun. You know, it it, it kind of depends. I like the 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 well, I should say it's not really vanilla. It's Cataclysm vanilla. Mm-hmm. I like the Cataclysm first stuff. I like the the second the Burning Crusade expansion. Mm-hmm. I don't care for Northrend all that much. Oh, I don't have a problem with Northrend at all. 
um, I don't know. I get sick of it quick for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, I don't know. I just to each his own. And then I, I'm kind of run hot and cold until Pandaria. I love Pandaria. I wish Pandaria would last longer. And mm-hmm. then, you know, and going you get on. the cataclysm and you're like, nope. <laughs> nope. but there, here's yeah the cataclysm thing. Is, is, a, is kind of a nope i think that their boost price is a little too high i think so too and i also think the i correct me if i'm wrong but i think i looked at this the only boost that you can buy is to 100 yeah yeah and there really ought to be some intervening ones well I can I can, yeah I I I agree with that but I would I don't understand why the cost of the boost is almost the same as the cost as a whole expansion. Right. I I really don't like I, I if it was 45 I would do it. 65? I, no, I don't think so. It just seems to me that it it wouldn't take a lot of coding to say okay only boost the character to 90 or mm-hmm. to 80 instead of to 100. Yeah. That whole process could be automated, and there would be people who would buy. They might spend, you know, what is it, sixty dollars to? It's sixty-five. Uh, sixty-five to expand. Well, there's people who wouldn't spend sixty-five, but they might spend forty-five yeah. to get up to sixty. Yeah. You know, there's. I think that uh, Blizzard's missing out on this. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think they're missing out on a good opportunity to. Well, first off, I think more people would do. I, I'm always of the mind that. If people say that something that you're offering is a little too much, you may make more money lowering your prices so more people would buy it. I mean, there's a right. balance between them. And if you raise them 20%, but then only 20% more people buy it, maybe it balances out. But I'm not quite sure that 65 is the right price for this. Right. So, uh, I don't know. Once you break that $50 mark for me, then I have to start questioning whether or not it's a valid price, but I, I don't know. Anyway, as far as the the warrior goes, I really can't talk much about it because I'm one shotting everything. And right. I, the, one of the reasons why is because everything that I'm wearing, except for like the boots or wrist, no boots, boots, boots something up. I don't bracers know. and boots, bracers and um, one other piece. Yeah, everything's heirlooms. Get... Yeah, there's only like three pieces that are not covered by heirlooms. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just walk I up to gloves, something. gloves, that might be bracers, it. and boots. Yeah, so I I walk up to something and it's whap dead, <laughs> whap dead. <laughs> and that's pretty much been the um, the whole thing. Um, okay, where are we? Oh, so no priest. So I'm I'm planning on playing the priest this week. So I'll uh-huh. report back on that. I've talked to Eric about that too. Um, and I got my time walking mount finally. I did my five time walkings. I had the the um, what is it? I had the tokens for it before, but I wanted to wait until uh, uh, Wrath of the Lich King time walking came around because I wanted that mountain. I love it. I absolutely love it. So now I'm at a thousand seventy, I think, or maybe a little more, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. So I'm working on. I want to get all three of them. So. I'll work on that. That that was essentially well. I mean, other than like, I ran molten core again. I got some transmog stuff to sell, and the um, the item that he drops for my hand of Ragnaros still hasn't dropped. So, mm. I'm still waiting on that. That's why I still run it once a week. Anyway, anyway, um, this week up in WoW, uh, we have the Northrend Time Walking Dungeon event, mm-hmm. and. 
dark moon fairs this weekend, which yes, is why is. I'm going to be working on reputations because you get the 10% rep bonus for riding that carousel every day. Yes, you do. And uh, also, finally, I'll finish dark moon fair rep. Because <laughs> if you recall from, you know, on last month's episode, uh, I had stopped just short of finishing dark moon fair rep. Mm-hmm. So that'll be nice. And also... Start saving your tickets. Why? Because and there's a new mount coming. Oh, great. In, I know, uh, I know. in Dark Moon Fair, the Dark Moon Dirigible. Mmm. And that's coming in 7.3, and it will cost 180 tickets. Okay. So. What, what that, is it, a balloon? It's a, it's a, it's a Zeppelin. Basically. It's a Zeppelin. Yeah. It's a Zeppelin, okay. and, you, and it looks like the carriage is a, kind of on top of it, so you ride on, on top of this dirigible. So, <laughs> you need that for your uh, for your mount count. So, yes, I do. Speaking of mount count, did you see the new mount that's out? Which one? Okay, I'm. I completely forgot about it until you uh, until you mentioned it. There is a new mount, and it changes colors. It's really cool. It does? Yes, I'm, I, I just had a click on it. Okay, it's um, the Luminous Star Seeker. And the new pet okay. is called Twilight, and this this damn cat is really cute. A cat? It's a cat. A cat. That, that, <laughs> there are not enough cat mounts on the that are available for for horde. So mm-hmm. I'm always looking for that. Oh yes, I see that. It's a flying cat. Yeah, it's a flying cat that changes colors. Oh cool. So that's in the store. It's in the in-game oh. shop. Oh, I'll definitely get that. Yeah. Is, it, is there any charity or anything like that that's associated with it? I know they do that sometimes with pets and mounts. Not that I know of. And by the way, the link that they have, <laughs> I just clicked the link to see how much it costs. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> uh, their link is broken. All right. So the mount is, tw- yeah, the link on Blizzard's website was broken. It actually goes to a site that doesn't exist. Uh-huh. All right. Twilight and Lumina Starseeker, $30 for the pair? Is that what this is? I see twenty five. I'm what page are you I looking am... at? I'm looking at twenty five dollars by now. All right. Um, this is for the. It looks like it's for the pet and the uh, the mount and the pet. So I'm on. Ah, I'm yeah, on... probably that would that would make sense because most of the pets are ten dollars. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to give you a price break, twenty five dollars for. Uh, amount ten dollars for a pet, thirty dollars for both. Yeah, thirty dollars for it. Actually says USD thirty five, and it's crossed out, and the sale price is thirty bucks. So, so there you go. So, what pet is it being bundled with? Twilight. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, Twilight and Luminous Star Starseeker. I see that they also have bundles for the Alteric Brew Pub, pup, not pub, and the Enchanted Fey Dragon, the Grinning Reaver, and RG, and um, some other digital deluxe items. But yeah. so they've done this before. But I definitely, I definitely want to get the Luminous Star Seeker. That's really cool looking. I do too. And I just want to mention something in Overwatch news that the Summer Game starts again on August eighth. What is the Summer Game? So it's essentially uh, some of the heroes have different outfits that you can get, and you can mm-hmm. only get them once a year. Last year we actually had the summer games, mm-hmm. so I guess this is their way of allowing people to get the um, uh, the skins again, even though okay. we don't have the Olympics this year. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. So thank thank Blizzard for that for 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 allowing us to get those when we we couldn't for the last year. So I'm happy about that. Right. All right. 
we have a lot of stuff to talk about. There was the QA an hour ago. Right. Uh, I said QA. I'm thinking work. Q&A. Questions and answers. <laughs> Questions and answers. All right. So this was a Q&A with Ian Hasakostas, who is the game designer for WoW. And so let's just go through them. We're not going to go in depth about them. If you want to listen to what they said in depth, you can just listen to the thing. But these are sort of like the cliff notes of, uh, of the Q&A. The question, the first question was, how is everything going to be given to users in 7.3? Oh, and by the way, I just want to say this up front, that they did not talk about a 7.3 release date. Right. Usually they do that, and, and so they didn't this time. All right, it's four chapters spread across two weeks. And they uh-huh. said that if you want, you could just wait three weeks, and then everything will be unlocked for you. So... Uh, the reason why they do that is because they want to pace out the story, which I totally understand, and I agree with that. Well, I mean, if you want, it, it's sort of like when they release things on on Hulu or Netflix. Mm-hmm. You can either you know wait for each episode to come out, or you can wait for the whole thing come out and binge watch. Mm-hmm. It's sure. the same idea. Yeah, it's, it's actually a really good way of putting it. <laughs> I uh, just finished binge watching The Handmaid's Tale, so how was it? <laughs> oh, it. It's excellent, but you really have to be in the right mood to watch oh. it. It is not light at okay. all. It's it's pretty pretty grindy in places. Was on very, stars? Very good. It's on stars. Uh, Hulu. Hulu. Oh, we don't have Hulu. Only because I just don't really have anything to watch on Hulu. Oh. So we don't. That's why we have Netflix and, and not Hulu. Ah. Um. Maybe we'll get it for this. I don't know. All right. At the end, you gain access to the Netherlight Crucible. So that's where everybody is heading, and, and that's, uh, that's what you get out of it. All right. World Quest. The question was, will World Quests unlock account-wide? The answer is yes. Ian did say that what they're trying to do is not give everybody everything account-wide. There are certain things that make sense and some things that don't. Did he say which did he give some examples of things that don't make sense? Okay, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I'll jump forward. There was a question about whether or not prestige is going to be account-wide, and a PvP prestige. And his uh-huh. answer was no, because the experience of doing PvP on like a warrior is not the same as doing it on a mage or a warlock or something. So no, that does make sense. Yeah, that's an example of no. Um, it, will, it will not be unlocked uh, across all your your characters so and and that makes sense yes in fact before he answered i said oh he's gonna say no on that because it it just makes sense all right time gating for the third relic slot is gone in 7.3 so i guess that's good if you've got an alt Mm -hmm. um no research needed for alts in 7.3 you will start with 41 and you will increase one a week now, oh, that's nice. That's what he says, but if you think about it, you might as well just... I mean, you could work on it ahead of time. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm up to f- 50... What am I at? 50? 50? I don't remember if I'm 50 or 51 now. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm working up to 52. Um, so that's another thing that i got to work on. All right, Legion, in- Legion Invasions stay in 7.3. Now, did he say, are there going to be Legion Invasions in the new zones? He did not. 
But he brought up a really good point because some people are saying, well, why would you b- bother having Legion invasions in 7.3? And, and he said, well, the Scourge should not be running around anymore either, and that's happening. So it's, it's more <laughs> of a question of when you, when you create an MMO, you know, they could phase out certain zones so like the Scourge aren't running around and such. But for the point of gameplay and ease of working with the quests and things like that, it's just easier to just keep leave it the it way in. it is. Just leave it the way it is. So uh, I don't have an issue with that. Uh, there will be a follower eye level catch up system in seven point three. Uh huh. All right. I don't even. Do you use your followers anymore? Not really. I don't either. <laughs> I don't. I don't even really do. Um, I, I don't. Also, don't do order hall mm-hmm. missions very much anymore, except on ones where I need rep. Oh, okay. There was a question about. Uh, Relics in the Crucible. Now, this has been the biggest problem with WoW, I think, ever. Uh The biggest problem has always been the question of random drops. When you're working your ass off in raids or something, and you finally get a piece that you can use, but the stats on it are a mess. And they said that reforging was supposed to answer that question, Uh answer that problem, but the, the problem that that started, and I remember this, is that you would get one piece of gear, and then you have to reforge everything. You would have to right. like unforge and reforge everything to sort of match that. It's like, oh, I want my hit to go up. Well, if you want your hit to go up, you, you got to reforge everything. And so that was really, really messy. I was thinking in my head, it would be really nice if you could have the system auto reforge for you and then you can sort of put in the weights that you want and it right. auto reforged for you but that's something i had just thought of an hour ago i'm not quite sure if that would work but it would be really nice if you can have something and or you can take all your gear and then you go to an npc and and what the npc does is it auto sets the weights uh-huh. of certain things for you so that you don't have to go through the trouble of doing the math. Right. Because, my God, that was awful. I have to go to Mr. Robot. And, and if you remember that whole mess, uh, you could just say, here, I want my int to be this. I want my crit to be this. I want versatility to be this if you use it. You know, that sort of thing. Right. Stamina, agility if you're working on a rogue. And, and then this NPC will just wave his magic wand and then all your gear will be weighted. Well, I was kind of reading the the chat roll on the side, which uh-huh. was going so fast it was it was giving me some motion sickness. But a lot of people were saying the problem with a lot of the gear these days is that you need to go to websites and and put them in and then have them figure out uh-huh. whether something is an upgrade or not. Yeah, yeah, it's not transparent. That's true. So it's. Uh, it's it's a lot more complicated than that, but you know the thing is is that's nothing new. I mean, re- remember all the things that people used to go through with gems? Oh sure, sure. The thing about gems though is that gems are very direct. You want more hit, you want more int. You know, back then, but you uh-huh. that's how you got it. So I would, I, I guess I would say that that gems might be a better way to do it because back mm-hmm. in Burning Crusade, you would have like three gem slots, right? And you could say, well, I just want to put extra crit and everything, and then that's how you would do it. Um, but if if you had, like, two flex slots, let's say you had a flex int slot, and then you had, like, a flex crit slot, 
and then you have like a hundred points total for a piece, and then you can weight them so that it's like forty percent into int and then sixty percent into crit. Right. It's, and then have the thing do that for you. However, that would mean an entire revamp of their whole system. Yeah, that would be that would probably be too deep a coding issue for them mm-hmm. to want to really crack into that. Yeah, yeah. So so there's that. Uh, so that that sort of goes into this whole reforging the crucible. Um, they didn't like how you had to reforge your new item, so they're, that's how they're working on the system. And then there's a new system that they're coming up with. Let me see, where is it? Oh, the relics are now a mix of randomness and control. And what that means is, if it's your turn to get something, mm-hmm. what'll happen is you'll be given a choice of three. And then you determine which one you want. And then that's good because it seems as though, you know, if my character needs, you know, one fell, one shadow and Mm -hmm. and one iron relic, I'm just making these up. I'd get 50 million of the fell relics and I'd never be able to upgrade that shadow relic because I would always I would never get good drops on that one. But I would get like, you know a whole bunch of fell ones. So it seems as though the one that you need is never the one that drops. (laughs) That's true. But, but that's what they're doing. They're giving you a choice. So now you have at least a better chance of getting something that you want. Right. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. Uh, crucible properties do not work in rated PVP. They said that flat out. No. Uh So that makes sense too. The, um, one other thing about the, the, the stat mixins and such another remember when do you remember when in vanilla wow they used to have things that would have like int and intelligence on them or int and uh, agility on them yes and, and they made a point to talk about that a while back yes I, I specifically remember there was a piece of cloth gear that had int and agility on it yeah i don't remember what it was but yeah <laughs> and i never understood <laughs> that <laughs> or you or you'd get you know you'd get a um a plate item with agility on it or an, or a, a cloth item with yeah. strength. Yeah. And y- there are some of these that just were totally bizarre. Yeah. And I don't know why they never fixed them. Like, early. I don't know. You can still get those sometimes in vanilla <laughs> on some of the old, on the, some of the old, old items. Yeah. Now they fixed the quest items. Yes. The quest items got, got fixed in cataclysm, but some of these random drops kind of got missed. Mm hmm. Uh, they have not made a decision on artifact transmogging past Legion. Now, hmm. I'm sure they're going to do it because they also uh, Ian also said that it's some of the best art that they've done in the game, and they don't want it to go away post Legion. So I'm sure they're going to have something, I and mean, they would have to. And how much work would it be? It's just an item you want to transmog it. End of story. Mm-hmm. It just seems very cut and dry to me. And I don't think that they would want this this weapon that you've spent an entire expansion with just being popped in your bank and then that's the end of it. Well, it's, I mean, that's kind of how a lot of things work when you change expansions. Uh, so, well, not I, you don't spend a whole expansion with something. I mean, usually because usually you spend time with some greens and then blues and then epics. And then the epics get replaced, and, like, and and it goes on and on and on until the end of the expansion. This True, is... but think of all those legendaries that you've worked your ass off for, and then as soon as the expansion comes out, boom, they're useless. See, that irks me, because I have some 
some legendaries and I really want to be able to transmog them and I can't. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I, I agree with that. And and they say that they want them to be special. Okay, well then take them out of the game or something or or find some way of making it so that it is special. But to not allow people to, to transmog some of their weapons, I don't like that. No. They're legendaries. I don't like that. Um, there are no more artifact skins. That's it. Hmm. They're done. Uh, oh, and then, all right. I've got the notes about the uh, account bound prestige is here. All right. There were some questions about Mythic Plus. Somebody asked if they were satisfied with it, and they said yes because they're aligning risk and reward. Mm-hmm. So I would have to agree with that. It seems to me that nobody really complains about Mythic Plus. So, Except people who can't get groups. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different issue, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, somebody was asking about whether or not there are going to be teardrops from chests beyond M15, uh, Mythic 15, and uh, Ian said no. So here's, if you remember in previous expansions, you couldn't get all your pieces from one spot. No. Or, no, so they're doing the same thing here. And so I can I can understand that. I mean, it goes all the way back to vanilla with the tier pieces. You had to get some things from, you know, Molten Core and a couple other things from, you know, wherever white. else. So, yeah. yeah. For example, you get your um, you get your tier two pants from Molten Core, even though it's mostly tier one. You would get your tier two pants from Ragnaros, and then everything else from tier two would come from Blackwing Lair. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, yeah. So that's not that's typical stuff. Yeah. The question about whether or not there's going to be Mythic Plus for past expansions. This is an interesting question because it would be great to have like a Mythic Molten Core, or it would be great to have like, you know, some of the older stuff be Mythic. But Ian made a good point. He says, we don't want you walking into a new expansion and, oh, here, do Mythic, you know, something from four expansions back. Right. It would work well with time walking, but they have no plans to do that right now. But I would like to see that. It would be it would be fun to kind of update some of those mm-hmm. those things for people who are so inclined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a question about the time walking raid lockout fix that should already be fixed. So I don't even know why they bothered with that question. Maybe they just wanted to get it out there and say, yeah, it's fixed. So, uh-huh. um, but people should know by now that the raid lockout or the time walking raid lockout should be fixed. Okay. There was an interesting question about how long it should take for the world first raid tier to go down, meaning the last boss of a, of a certain raid tier. And they say it about 10 to 14 days. Mm-hmm. But they were also talking about how it's, it's a subjective idea because they tune things specifically for the higher-end guilds so that they can sort of distinguish themselves uh, against each other, so like uh, method and, and such. But I don't know. I, is that the right thing to do? Because do we care about whether or not Method got the world first kill? Well, we did talk about it. No, no, <laughs> we podcast. did talk about it, but why is it that some other raid group can't do it? I mean, because oh, I'm sure they could. Because they... we went over the, the the raid requirements for getting into Method and uh-huh. and essentially not having a life. So I'm not. Well, quite that sure is your life that. during that during that time. You know, <laughs> that is your life. Um, and so why not give that ability to everybody? Why does it have to be 
two or three iron guilds. That's what that's what my question is. Well, I think part of it is is an issue of perception. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can walk into Tomb of Sargeras, where, where you know all the wings have been opened, and you can just walk in there, and and any you know reasonably competent raid guild can take him down in a couple of days. People complain that it's too easy. And yeah. then it'll get kind of a reputation for, you know, for, for, oh, we're dumbing this down for people, blah, 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 blah. You also notice that after these world firsts, they start introducing in some small nerfs to those. Yeah, right, yeah those they said things. that. Mm-hmm. I think they basically want, to, in order for it to feel epic, you got to have it so the top guilds are struggling. And what, make you know, make this a big deal. Make it it's part of the event mm. of opening up a big raid. So I, I really think that it's not so much tuning it specifically for those guilds, but tuning it as a signal to other people, hey, this is really big and cool. And if you guys can end up doing this, you know, after the world first has been done, mm-hmm. then you're starting to come into the big leagues. Are, are you well it's sort of i mean i see your point but they also did say that after the world first is done that they just like you said they start nerfing it a little bit so that you know regular mere mortals can do it mm-hmm. um so i i really wish that ian spent more time explaining their thought process on that because we've talked about this before is that in in method and other high-end guilds they do things that we or like we mere mortals, so to speak, again, would be banned for. Uh-huh. So why do they get a pass and we don't? Like, well, they don't always get a pass. Sometimes they have been banned for these things. Uh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, they you know, and they they do some, and they also do help promote the game in that, you know, Method, for example, does some of the very best boss-killing strat videos mm-hmm. and such. Uh, so, I mean, there there is sort of a an alliance as such between Blizzard and some of these big guilds in a way, as I said, to advertise these and say, wow, aren't these great and exciting? It took them two weeks to get kill Jaden down. So, you know, it's, I really do think it's a PR move as much as anything else. Yeah. Okay. Good point. <laughs> Somebody asked, why are there so many soaking mechanics? And Ian called a tomb of soak Garrus. <laughs> well, for those who don't understand what soaking mechanics mean, how about a brief explanation mm-hmm. of what they mean by soaking mechanics? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to do it? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. Okay. No, no, uh, no. Soaking no. mechanic is essentially where if, if I there's... I was definitely a... trying to come up with a quick answer to that one, and I was coming up with a very complicated one, so go oh. ahead. <laughs> so the idea is that you would have one or more people soak up the damage so that it wouldn't, do, it wouldn't hurt other people. Right. Um, if if that makes any sense, there are other ways of looking at it, but that's essentially it. Yeah, I mean, it's and it, it's not. It it goes beyond just the simple concept of early concept of off tanking. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more to it than that in in the soaking mechanics. Now, as mm-hmm. the dungeons have become more complex, that that has been kind of gone off in other directions and other classes and such. Okay. I I actually remember. 
was it was it Gruel in um, Burning Crusade, where it was the warlocks that were responsible for the soak? I don't remember that. I remember because I played a warlock. But okay. anyway, just so yeah, tune of uh, they they've really made it a, the the more complex more complicated the dungeons have become, the more complicated and varied the soak mechanics have become. Was it Gruel or was it the boss before? Because I remember as it's, a maid, it's what it was in the in Gruel, but oh, no, it was, it was in there, there was those three, yeah, was those three warlocks at the beginning. Four, four. There are four, bo- yeah. Because I remember as a mage, I had to soak up damage. I had to put on, I forgot what shield it was. I had to put on a shield and soak up the damage directly. Uh huh. Yeah. So maybe the warlocks had something similar for that. Yeah, well, you know, different people had different. Things and people complained mightily at the time how complicated that fight was. <laughs> it's nothing compared to things it, going on it, today. It, it wasn't complicated at all. Well, it was. It was complicated for the state of the art at the time. Mm-hmm. At the okay, well, maybe at the time. I, I we got we got the boss down, so I guess. Oh yeah, so did we, but and we were much more casual. Yeah. But all right, will Nether shards be relevant in seven point three? Uh, the answer is that the ethereal vendor is moving to Argus, and he has something new called Argonite that that he will be able to trade for. Um, you can trade for ability to trade for specific relic types, fire, life, etc. And you have written here about time. So, yes. w- w- tell me about that. Well, because the the same thing, you can if you're using Nether shards to buy relics. Yeah. You have no control over what kind of relic you get. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that was that was kind of the source of my thing about getting umpty gazillion fell relics and never getting a uh, was it a shadow relic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just relic. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you can choose which type that was my about time. Okay, that sounds similar to what they're doing with the raid rewards. Yes. you can choose one of three or something. So at least now they have something where you can say, okay, I want at least this type. Okay. Right, well, that's good. Uh, there was a question about whether or not PVE utilities are properly balanced. Um, I I don't really know where this question came from, as far as like this being a problem. I don't. Know, have you ever heard of this being an issue? Well, I mean, we've talked about this before. That it used to be not just damage dealers did damage, but different classes had different utilities. Oh, that. And the, okay. The examples that they used, like. The shadow priest used to be the mana battery. 